Alright, welcome back to the Late Show, the real Late Show, with Chris and Craig. I'm Chris, got Craig with me. Um, interesting, Craig, we're in a different world. We've talked about this for weeks now yeah. with college football. It used to be that, man, Craig, if you're a college athlete and I invite you on a podcast, that may have gotten the school expelled. Like, you, know, you may have been on probation. But yeah. now it's a different world, man. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Um. You know, we've talked about um, Jordan Addison. He's a good receiver that transferred from Pitt to USC. DNS has got a $3.8 million contract to play for USC. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, CJ Stroud, big name quarterback, one of the top two quarterbacks in the, in the uh, college football. He very easily could go number one, depending on how the year goes for him. Um, it's going to be interesting. I think Ohio State can score a billion points a game if their defense is score. Allow a billion points a game. Ohio State really, really good this year. But, yeah. you know, the victory goes to the spoils. So, you know, um, Stroud's allowed to take NIL money. There's nothing wrong with that. So, a Canton company, or a car dealership place, said, hey, we want you to advertise your vehicles. Now, Craig, did they give him a car for good, or is they letting him borrow for well, based on his story, it looks like he'll he'll be able to drive it during the season. So okay. we'll keep it through the, the the you know Ohio State's 2022 season. So likely January. Although I find it hard to believe that they just won't give it to him, but who knows? I guess that's what the agreement is. And um, some question about what the car is going to be like. I think he ended up was a Mercedes was the final. A two hundred thousand dollar Mercedes G wagon. Jeez. Yeah. So I got some questions about this. So first of all, good for CJ Stroud. I mean, that's what the rules allow. And I think we're we're old funny days if we sit here and say, "Oh, those old days they pay for free and everything." Hey, he took advantage of the way the rules allow him to do it. So good for CJ Stroud. I do have some questions though. I think CJ Stroud's probably staying in a nice moment. But, Craig, the issue with parking at Ohio State is a serious one. There's no place to park. We've had some friends from Ohio State that come on the show, and we like to ask them questions about, hey, what's life like at the big Ohio State? No, like, there's nowhere to park. Do you think he has an off-campus apartment? Again, uh, I would guess he does, yeah. I, I mean, and again, NIL, there's no problem with it. You can get money. No. I mean, he could be living in the penthouse in downtown Columbus, probably. Yeah. I would guess he does. I mean, I, I who knows where he lives, but you know that's that's one of the benefits, I suppose, of, of NIL is you're going to be able to monetize your name, and and part of that is you're the big man on campus at quarterback, and you get a two hundred thousand dollar car at least for the season. And well, I just wanted to have a safe place to park because if you park that right campus, you're in trouble. I mean. They're- well, yeah, I mean, I you know, who knows how much on-campus stuff he really has to do at this point. I'm sure there's a lot. I mean, I'm, maybe he can go to certain classes or do things online or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, you know, you don't want him to get into a cra- you know, crash or have someone nick his car when he's parked or whatever, or him nick a car when he's parked. But um, something tells me that if something happens, he'll probably be taken care of. Yeah, it must be nice. It's got me good. Um, 
Yeah, and I wonder what to do. I mean, he's doing commercials for him. I'm not sure how often you'll see him. This, this is Sarah Cody, which is a pretty big dealership up in Canton. Yeah. But it's up in Canton. I mean, you know, right. you're probably not going to see ads for this group where you live, right? Or, yeah. I, and maybe yeah. I'll only see him in Columbus, you know? Yeah. I'm kind of curious, though, um, you know, with all these NILs, you know, this is a, you know, we've seen a lot of car dealers and, but there's food as well. Now, if you yeah. had a choice of being an NIL athlete, if you only had to choose one, and let's say your housing and stuff is kind of taken care of too, would you take the, like the unlimited food? Like I, I know um, JT Daniels, when he was at Georgia, I think he had, I don't know if he could eat every day at one one meal a day or multiple meals a day at like Popeye's chicken, I believe it was, or maybe it was Chick-fil-A. But, you know, food is a big option for college students, which is kind of how a lot of this NIL stuff got started in the first place with feeding athletes. Cars are another one. Which would you go for? Would you go for the food, you know, unlimited food of whatever you wanted to choose or the car? The car would be Let's nice. You could keep the car. You could keep the car forever. Well, the car would be nice, but it just depends on where I could park it. It's like I still suck at parallel parking. Yeah. In Driving around the house on campus, you have to know how to parallel park. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I, guessing, I'm guessing a $250,000 car probably has a backup camera, which would help in backing. Oh, even there. It might even have park assist. Maybe it has park assist. Well, you could get a car that has that park assist. I think the Buicks have park assist on there. So, you know, let's let's say that the the playing field is level and you get your whatever you would need to make sure you could park at a campus. Or is there a food, uh, you know, a restaurant? Or what would you want a partnership with? See, that would be hard, too, because it depends. I mean, if you're playing football, you know, part of football training, you're eating a lot because you're – you know, a lot of times football players eat. Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on what I'm doing. I mean, if I'm a kicker, maybe it'd be hard to eat at times because, you know, you don't want a lot of ways to kicker. But yeah. Yeah. If, you're, if you're a lineman or like a running back or receiver, those guys eat a lot because they burn a ton of calories. Yeah. yeah. If you could get unlimited food, imagine this. Let's say you go in to wherever you are, whatever your chosen restaurant is, pizzas, chicken, hamburgers, whatever, and you say, I want 20 large pizzas. What's to stop you from selling those pizzas and making a profit? Or selling those chicken tender meals or selling your, your hamburgers? What's to stop you from doing that and making money off of it while still getting fed yourself? Well, and here's the other thing, too. Yeah, like, okay, the $200,000 car. I mean, if you got 20 large pizzas a day, that still may not add up to $200,000. No, you know I mean? no. But wouldn't that tick you off if you're a restaurant? And I don't care how big the player is or how wonderful it is and everything. But, man, if I'm making 20 pizzas for a guy every night, I'm like, you know, that's a good you know? Yeah. Could you imagine the stories that would come out of there? Like someone would leak the story that, you know, the quarter, the, the starting kicker just ordered 20 pizzas a day for like two months straight or something. And every, oh. every news outlet would be on it that the kicker's getting fat or whatever, you know, or something. I think, oh, it would, yeah. I think you could profit off of it though. I mean, 
or you know, there's get maybe there's other options, you know. Or, or, you or if you think about it, okay, if you're in a star football party, yeah, I mean, I don't think TJ Stroud has to worry about popularity on the high state campus, right? But could you imagine, right? If he got like 20 pizzas, he's passing out pizzas, and I mean, he's like, hey, here you go. I think it would be, I think it would be better to be a spokesperson for as many places as you can be because picture this. Okay. Let's say you're a really good Ohio State player, but maybe you're not quite NFL caliber Ohio State player. You could still make a career out of being a pitch man maybe for auto dealerships and you know like I don't need a $200,000 vehicle, you know? Like you know I don't need that. Like I'll go down and and do all the the you know the mid level dealerships and then that way I can get my free cars throughout the lifetime and I'll do pitch you know pitch videos and and people will always remember that I was the you know the starting defensive lineman on the Ohio State 2022 national championship team something like that so you can you know, you can maximize your career efforts if the NFL does not work out. So you've got all these like commercials on your reel. Yeah, you become a pitch man. Yeah, you become recognizable. You know, sort of like uh, I know Archie Griffin has done more than just you know be sort of a spokesman for the university. He works there, but you know you could be like that where you're the face of Ohio State. You're the you're the the face of that person. You know that because like look if you're cheap enough too people are going to want to continue working with you if they feel like the the inner if there's value there and you being their spokesperson so you know maybe you might be a, a 20 year pitch man for the uh, the local Hyundai you know or or whatever and then that that you know gives you a career and you could just kind of be that kind of a person if your NFL career does not happen well on top of that you got to think too Columbus even if you're not a star player, I mean, there's a lot of business people in Columbus that have previously played at Ohio State or nonprofit. Yeah. So, in essence, if you're the pitchman, you're already, you're already getting your foot in that door. You know what I mean? Even if you're not yeah. the superstar. Team. I mean, yeah. there's I all these like, options. I kind of wonder, too, like, is C.J. Stroud a bad negotiator? Like, is there a reason why he can only have this car for the entire season and not forever? I mean, that doesn't seem that if I'm okay, this is the guy that he's literally going to be a Heisman favorite. He's going to be likely a top five pick. Why, why is he negotiating this deal? Yeah, it's a great car and it's way more than a college kid can usually afford, but he's not a normal college kid. You know, he rakes in millions of dollars for this university. You're telling me that he couldn't get a deal where he got a car forever or at least for the rest of his college career or something? I mean, come on. I think it's standard with car dealerships because a lot of times, like, your popular DJ talk shows, they'll give them a car for the year, and they'll be like, but... A lot of times they drive it for whatever that contract goes for. Yeah. I don't know. I just I just feel like with a guy like that, he could call his shot. You know, Quinn. You know, Quinn Ewers got what two million dollar. Now he didn't get all the money because he didn't sort of fulfill his contract, I guess. But 
you know, you're you're the big man on campus. You're going to be a top five pick. You're going to be a Heisman candidate in all likelihood. You can't negotiate a contract with a dealership where you're getting like, couldn't he go to another dealership in the Canton or Akron or Cleveland area and be like, look, these guys are offering me a two hundred thousand dollar car for seven months or whatever, essentially. What are you going to offer? I'll go with you. Go to the highest bidder. You're yeah. telling me that you're telling me that he couldn't finagle his way into getting a a vehicle for life or for at least a, the terms of a lease. Well, and from personal experience, I, I'm not friends with professional athletes or anything, but I've had some interview experience where you see this. Branding means so much to these guys. So yeah. here's the other thing I'm wondering about. Okay, he gets a nice car. I don't think he's a shark guy, real bad deal. But here's the other thing, too. If it's a local dealership, again, I would be stunned if they take out national ads. It's probably like a regional ad. Sure. So, would it be more important, even if it's a smaller car, if you could do more of a national or a statewide ad? Because this ad may only be seen in the Canton Akron or Freedom, you know? Yeah, but you've also won the, the rights to use him, so take advantage of it. Yeah, you're probably not going to run a C.J. Stroud Rolls-Royce ad for, you know, Seattle, Washington, but send it out through Ohio. Be like, hey, drive the car that C.J. Stroud drives. Right. You know, that's how you got to market this. Why why else would you utilize him? I mean, I'm assuming that he's from the area, and that's why he's doing this in Canton. But, you know, why not make this a statewide thing? It's not like everywhere in the state takes 12 hours like it does in Texas. You know, you can drive from corner to corner in half a day. But, but see, I'm kind of wondering. It's like us, okay? You know, we started out, and, you know, I'm doing a sewage podcast on Bigger Place now. You're doing some bigger things, too, because of what we did. And, yeah, whatever big thing we could do based on what we do here is fantastic. Yeah, we would get paid a lot of money. But to me, like, okay, if I sat here and said, okay, Craig, our late, real late with Chris and Craig show, what, what's pitching to people? See if we can get picked up on air. Yeah, obviously, whoever would pay us the most money would probably be who we go for. But I think to me, and maybe you disagree, I would say how big of a audience could it be? Or how big of a, yeah. you know, area would we cover? Where, yeah, I mean, if they offered us $100,000 and we'd only be heard in Galleon, Ohio, I would rather get paid 75000 to be heard all over Ohio. Or no, all I get over the Midwest. So. Hey, it depends on where you're going for. And I'm wondering, too, yeah, these places are lined up to give these guys deals, but it comes with a stipulation. I mean, yeah, CJ Strzok should have a great year this year. But he's still a college senior. So, you know, at least the car just like, okay, we'll give you a real nice thing, we'll let you drive this car, but we're not going to give you millions and millions of dollars because what if, God forbid, CJ Shaw got hurt? What if, you know, CJ Shaw had a tough year? Now your investment doesn't look as great. Where, yeah. like, you know, say Quinn Ewers turns into the next uh, Pat Mahomes, yeah, you might be like, wow, we got him from cheap at $2 million. We, you know, we should be paying a lot more than yeah. Yeah. Well, there's always a, a risk. There's always a risk involved, I think. And 
at the end of the day, you've got to sort of assess that. And maybe that's what the, you know, the, the, the risks are for the NIL is you're investing a lot of money in college kids who are now getting a lot more money than they've maybe ever had. So then you've got to hope that they don't, you know, derail their college career because of that. And I think that's one of the interesting things about NIL is, you know, you always see, you know, in the NFL is like, that's what, that's the real game because you're making money, you're, you're a professional. Well, now these guys are, you know, there's a little bit more expectation now because you are the brand ambassador of a place or whatever, or you are getting paid essentially now. And I actually think, uh, you know, Ryan Day broke it down where, you know, this is how much he thinks a good, strong college football team would have to cost essentially an NIL in order to be competitive. And I actually think it's weird that it's only $2 million for an elite quarterback because quarterback in the NFL is not paid that way. It's paid a lot more. So I kind of wonder if that's like underselling because if you're, if you're rich enough at a small school, I know BYU has been mentioned and I know they're going to the big 12 here in a few years, but you know, you're talking about certain schools that may have private money or really rich donors. I mean, you know, what's to stop those teams from saying, look, you're going to be, a, you know, a brand ambassador of Apple or whatever if you go to this college, right? So basically you're, and that's what you're seeing. You're seeing free agency in college football now, but there's expectations with that. So, you know, Quinn Ewers was the prime example where he failed at Ohio State. He decided to kind of tuck and run and go to Texas because of the NIL money again. But, you know, he got a huge deal to go to Ohio State. That's why he went to Ohio State pretty much. But, you know, there's expectations now. And now I think you you probably hold these kids a little bit more accountable than you once did and just said, well, they're just college kids. Well, not now, are they? I mean, they're being paid. Well, I hope nothing bad happens in this. I mean, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a journalist that is focused in Central Ohio. You know if his car got nicked. I'm not saying if he gets ball. You know, we're going to write about it. Something else. Happens. And, you know, that's part of what we did in the news. We covered stuff. But I'm hoping that this NIL doesn't turn out bad. You know, that's the only fault. But I think college kids should get paid. I mean, they were getting paid, and these clubs are getting paid billions. It's insane. But it's kids can pay. I just won't. I agree, but just I don't want the system to go too far out of whack. I guess. Right. Yeah, yeah just, so you know, and it's it's probably gotten out of whack already because you have basically, you know, Jordan Addison was perfectly content probably at Pittsburgh two years ago. Now he's not. Now I know Kenny Pickett's gone, so the quarterback situation is a little bit in flux. Although they did get Keaton Slovis from of all places USC. Um, but you know, he becomes a free agent and he put up great numbers in pit pit last year. He's, he probably would be on a, a solid pit team this year, but the idea of being able to make $3.8 million was a lot to pass up. And I think that's the allure of being at these bigger programs. So I wonder if that's going to really condense the number of teams that could be playoff caliber teams now in college football because teams like USC are going to spend, Ohio State's going to spend, you know, Alabama, I guess, is saying they don't have to, although they do get NIL contracts with their players too. So let's, 
you know, I know Nick Saban made a fuss about that, but you know, they, you know, his quarterback got an NIL contract too. But well, Texas, the the Texas of the world, you know. Well, but even look at guys at Jackson State. They would have spent a ton to keep up with Alabama right. or Ohio State. You know. But, you know, there could be teams that you would, wouldn't normally think of would have a chance in the NBA. Right. That's true, too. And I think a lot of it has to do with that. But then also maybe playing for Deion Sanders. You know, if, if Deion Sanders wasn't the coach there, I don't know that they'd have the same pull that they do with him. But, you know, it's it's fascinating because now I think a lot of these colleges are going to really start trying to hammer home. It's almost like you got to sell yourself to these local business people. Like if you have, you know, maybe in the state of Tennessee, for instance, at, in Knoxville, where the University of Tennessee Knoxville is at, if you have big donors there or big businesses there, if you're the university, if you're the football program, wouldn't you start stumping for your program and say, look, you pony up some cash, we can get this quarterback, we can get this this star receiver, this star running back, this great defense. You know, I mean, wouldn't you think that the, you know, the not that Ohio State has to do it, but programs that are kind of in the middle where they want to get back to the top, like a Tennessee wouldn't you think they'd start saying we need we need to start partnering with these people to try to improve our program and you can maybe have a quicker yeah. turnaround than normal because yeah, of it's a, it's a get it's not about the education anymore I understand that right but there's got to be a limit somewhere I guess I mean pay the kids you get paid but I I just there's got to be some type of limit and I'm not smart enough to tell you what that limit should be right. I just, I, I get a little nervous. I, I mean, you know, we talked in another segment about the um, live golf tournament where the Saudis are bringing to bank stuff. Could you imagine if, like, the Saudis ever went after, like, you know, football and college football? My goodness. I mean, you know, you think 3.8 million is a large amount to pay a kid to the UFC. It could be yeah. 38 million. Yeah. And so, I, I don't know. Again, Pay the kids, just let's don't get too out Right. I, I think we kind of border on that a little bit. We'll border the same right yeah, it, it, it probably needed to be thought of a little bit more and maybe more scrutinized before it was passed because it was sort of a, a free-for-all after it was passed, and it's become – and look, I'm not, you know, I, I'm glad these guys are getting their money and I'm glad these these other sports are, are reaping benefits of it too. But yeah. it, it's it's really dangerous how it's really causing this free agency in college sports. And, and, and look, if coaches have the right to go on a whim to another program, then maybe sh- players should too. And I, I don't disagree with that, but you know, then you're starting to get into this, you know, is it like the NFL where you love your team and not the players on the team because the players on the team change all the time. And in college sports, you know, they, they changed after every three or four or five years. Now it's like they're changing every year and it's, it's hard to, you know, to, to root for players in college now because, you know, Jordan Addison will, for well, he'll always be remembered as a Pittsburgh Panther, but He's also now remembered as a USC Trojan and will maybe always be known 
as a USC Trojan, even though he'll play one year at USC and that's it. Well, it's a completely different world. I did a story on a Ohio State player. I did something nice on YouTube for a homeless guy. And he's a tight end. He may not even start a tight end for Ohio State this year. So he saw me a story, watching on video. He gives away like a thousand bucks or something to this guy. And I, I had to admit, my first thought was, you know, I'm thinking college football three, two years ago going, where'd you get the money? I mean, man, I got this, you know, what's going on there at Ohio State? But it's nothing. I mean, it's a drop in the bucket right. compared to what other guys are doing. So, yeah. Crazy stuff. It's fun to see. Uh, if you like a good college team like Ohio State, it's not fun to see. If you're in the team that maybe is lower in the top 25, it's a little frustrating. Yeah. Again, good for college players. I get a little nervous with the unpredictability. I don't want to see anyone get it. I guess that's I mean, if you want to give CJ Stroud a million dollar card, that's fine. I don't want to you know, take away CJ Stroud's card. Yeah, I just want to make sure we don't get too far away. Because, yes, they're very good college athletes. Yes, they're being uh, prepared for the NFL. I get that. But still, they're kids. You know, CJ Stroud's all to make it to be a fantastic quarterback. Right. But don't forget, CJ Stroud's still. Young man, and, you know, yep. I, I mean, yeah, you can have the car. It's fine. I'm not going to do a hot take saying you should get the car back. But what I'm saying is, I just don't want to see too far. Take the endorsement deals <laughs> and invest all that money, and then you'll never have to worry about money ever again, probably. You know? Well, maybe we're jealous. We don't have that live or NIL money in journalism. Yeah. No, we don't. No. I wish. If they, huh. if they want to sponsor my journalism, hey. Okay. <laughs> the message would be great. All right. Well, hey, uh, I did mention this in the first two segments. Lots of ways to support the show. Um, click on it. Um, we are trying to put our show in different places. Um, Craig, I don't know if you saw it. I used the Headliner app. And we're yeah. now putting complete shows on Instagram. What a world of So wherever you see us, it's Instagram or Headliner or I even put a segment of one of our shows last week on TikTok. Share it. Tell your friends. Um, find There's lots of other ways you can support the show. Just like help us out. We really appreciate it. Um, we have eight different spots online. Podcast providers you can listen to the show. Give us a five-star review. Even if you don't mean it. Come on. Be nice. It'll be fun. Alright. Well, Craig, it's getting late. I need to go to bed. Going back to work after a week off, it's going to be a wild day. So I break it. Yeah. All right. Well, for Craig, this is Chris. Thanks for checking out the Ohioan and the relationship of Chris and Craig. Have a great night, everybody. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer, you know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.